0: For something completely different
1: Welcome to Shout Out out of the closet
2: and into your ears mm. Hello and welcome to Shoutout I'm Andy Sheldon I'm Steffi Barnett And while we count the days to the awards It's time for another show
1: uh, you're going to have to do it, because i got the wrong script open here.
2: <laughs> so today on the show, we're going out and wild. Plus, for the bookworms amongst you, we've got our latest top 10 LGBTQIA books for the spring. All today, right here on Shout out. Thank you.
1: for the finals of the shout out listeners award sponsored by hugo is open till the 12th of february and now tickets for the award ceremony which takes place at the old market assembly in bristol on the 23rd of february are now available what's even better tickets are free there's a limited number available so grab them while you can to vote or get your tickets go to shoutoutradio.lgbt forward slash awards Hello everyone Good evening. Hello. Hello Sorry about that Got the I right script you know, now I don't think in, in all the years I've been in Shout I don't think I have ever done that I've got here and realised I hadn't printed one, but these days I don't print it. I have it on my computer screen. Yeah,
2: technology. Um,
1: but but yeah. I have never never opened the wrong, the wrong, <laughs> wrong How one. How eco-friendly I'm, of I'm, you. I'm looking at it and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's not what's on this week's show. That was what was on last week's show. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, when you're in the middle of a jingle, there's nothing you can really do about it. <laughs>
2: you can't no. just go, hey,
1: I'll stop and I'll do that again. It's like live radio, isn't it? So.
2: Really? We're live? Yeah. No yeah. one told me.
1: Yeah, and you see, if I do that, it, it, it like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, good hello nice. everyone, how are you? Good evening, all? All
3: good evening, yeah
1: yes. well, Nice, nice Got to lots. you in uh, Terry, is. Tara, Andy and Steph FM yes.
2: Steph, F. Steph. Steph FM <laughs> <laughs> Steph FM Steph <laughs> <laughs> FM
1: So, so are you, have you all dug out your tuxes in your best frocks and the like yet? I yes. have Get a, for a the black,
2: awards. white and gold dress Marvellous Oh, very
1: nice So, is it one we've seen before or is it? No No, still cool. new
2: so I Ooh, remember the one you wore last time, it, yeah, it was lovely I know yeah. <laughs> I look good in a frock, Andrew <laughs> <I know>. Hello <laughs> Stephanie that's, i got good it? legs for a 70 year old I've never seen
1: your legs, i not Yes you have, the last, last awards <laughs> Oh right, oh okay <laughs> That's a long time ago <laughs> yeah, It was, was a, long a long time 2017 ago. that was, so they were supposed to come back during um, Covid Well that's because I'm
2: mostly in jeans and cargoes In jeans wouldn't. people? as uh, any self-respecting transgender woman is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say it means that at least you keep warm for this time of year. See, Andy knows. Knows? So, well, you never see Andy wearing a frog, He wears trousers to keep his legs warm. Yes,
1: Yeah, I, and I I I I might wear a pair of shorts in the summer, but that's as much as <laughs> not culottes. Get your pasty whites yeah. out. What, what, yeah. What's it, Lally's? They call lally's. them, isn't it? Lally's yes. Is get, the work work lally's out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Of so. the bona lally's on Andy in yeah. the summer. Yeah. Huh?
1: Yes. Anyway, twelfth of uh, February is your closing date, so um, uh, get your nominations yes. in there. Uh, and as you heard in the jingle, tickets now available. They are free. Uh, the, the whole event is free. Um, there is obviously suggested donations if you're nice enough, and quite a few if you have been nice enough. Uh, we absolutely love you for it. Uh, you, you can add a donation to your ticket, and it all goes to um, uh, all the good causes that we help support and the like, and uh, helps keep us going um, and do the pride and the, the different stuff
2: yeah. for the outreach, outreach that we do. Yeah. So if you've got yeah. two and six to spare chuck it in the kitty (laughs) what is that (coughs) what's what what's two and six
1: two Two shillings you're from
2: Scotland you must know all denominations I was born in 1971 the year of decimalisation there you go so you missed LSD did you everyone (laughs) was high as a kite on LSD shillings and pence yep and the half pennies did oh, they, uh, hey Farthings yeah. Can you go back to farthings You're No, no. Okay <laughs> Pound notes yeah. uh, And I guineas remember, I do remember pound well, I know, notes I know what so. a guinea is
1: Because that's how you trade in horses
2: In guineas traditionally Yes you, you, That's right oh, yeah, yeah, It's one pound yes. one shilling So if you're going to buy a horse a Anyway We're making ourselves
1: Really old here So <laughs> Some of us <laughs> I are yeah, I, know so. what I was going <laughs> to say I wasn't going to say Actually I was going to be very polite about it So uh, that's Anyway Shout out radio LGBT forward slash awards If you want to vote Or if you want to get your tickets there. There's a link there um, that will take you through so that you can uh, get your tickets from Eventbrite. So Wicked. Um, and then the ceremony is um, on Thursday, the 23rd. We're broadcasting live a little bit later than normal. Uh, the ceremony starts at 8 o'clock. Um, so we'll be broadcasting from 8. But we'd love to have you down there live. There's nothing like a live audience. as Well,
2: we'll, we'll have a show uh, from 7, as usual. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll be uh, live. Then we'll have to run to Market. We'll have three <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes. <laughs> you were three minutes and 48 seconds to get to Market. Jitting
3: down that... T-
2: but luckily, but you'll I have two hearts. I'm a doctor, and ah. I have a TARDIS parked outside.
1: Yeah. Oh, you say how we do it? That's how we do it. So uh, you've never seen the zebra frame smoke? It goes that
2: far. <laughs> 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 you've got to hang on tight. Andy. You've got to hang
1: Absolutely. on tight. Anyway, um, shall we uh, head over and catch up with Ez, who's been getting a bit out and wild? Uh, actually, it was me. Oh, it was you. Oh, I thought Ez did this one. No. Oh, okay. Fine. More stuff for them, everyone. Here we go. (laughs) I
2: know you're all out there. You've just gone through Christmas. The weather is bitterly cold, so you're planning your summer vacations. And I have Polly with me. And Polly, um, you've got something planned for the summer that our listeners are going to love. Tell me all about it.
0: Yeah. So we, um, I've co-founded a festival called Out and Wild. Um, It's the UK's only wellness and experience festival that's designed by and for lgbtq women and those who are non-binary so um it's set in wales in a beautiful place in pembrokeshire and it's from the 9th to the 12th of june so in pride month so uh yeah a great uh long weekend full of activities to put in your diaries
2: excellent now this is not the first time is it that you've done this um
0: no, we launched it last year so we yeah. um we might, might have been mad but we launched the festival as we were coming out of lockdown um and it It's the first festival we held same same time last year, so the 9th to the 10th to the 13th of June. um, And we attracted about 400 people that came to our first festival. And we just got such an amazing response. We were thinking about whether we kind of did a Glastonbury and did it every two years. But the response was so amazing. We we kind of were pushed into doing it again um and um we're already set to double the numbers this year so we've already sold as many tickets so far as we sold all last year so we're wow. looking to have um 800 uh people um in the beauty of wales experiencing everything from wellness through to music and comedy spoken word and and even a bit of wild swimming if you're up for that
2: wow wow that uh, even in the midsummer, i bet that's still cold <laughs>
0: It is, but you'd be surprised how many people wanted to go and we have um, we do excursions as well so last year we took people for a dawn swim at Borough Beach which is um, a beautiful beautiful beach in Wales and they all went a little bit grumpy um, and came back with massive smiles on their faces. Awesome.
2: Yeah. What is the capacity by the way, if you've doubled since last year already, what is the maximum capacity of people you can take?
0: Well, we're on we follow an existing festival, um, so we use their infrastructure and at the moment we use a kind of main, I'm gonna call it field, a main site that they use, um, which is beautiful. It overlooks the estuary and that can take up to a thousand people. But there are other adjacent um there is adjacent land that we can use and we could go up to two thousand, three thousand if we needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we particularly chose somewhere that we could grow into, but for the moment our aims for this year because we want to use the existing space we did last year is to take it up to sort of 800 to 1000. So 1000. for this year would be our maximum and we're already halfway there. So um, yeah, we are we, uh, uh, based on everything that happened last year, we are expecting to hit around 800.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Now accommodation. Um, what can people expect? Tents, caravans?
0: Yeah so it's really we we have a really flexible um, approach to accommodation so obviously your ticket price gets you um, camping so most people come with tents you can also come with camper vans so there's a a huge contingent of um, queer women that seem to be camper vanning nowadays so you can bring your camper van and we have glamping tents so we work with a third party where if you want to come and have everything ready and have a kind of proper bed um, you can have uh that ready for you um so you just arrive and turn up and your tent's already made up for you and we've also done some deals with a local hotel um so that if you really don't want to camp you can just stay at a nice hotel it's a spa hotel it's got a swimming pool and spa facility and then just come in for the day Mm. and go back
2: excellent excellent now you've got the accommodation i'm sure there's people yes but has it got a toilet and a shower
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it's really interesting, actually. One of the things we made, made sure we did last year, um, based on the kind of research we did, was sure so there were loads of toilets, not just a few toilets, um, make, and make sure that the showers were hot. Now, I know that sounds really weird because you expect to have hot showers, but you don't always get them at festivals because that means you have to have the the kind of pressure, the water pressure and the heat at a certain level. So we are absolutely um, focused on the fact that it's... Um, mainly women um, and those who are non-binary that come to this festival. And um, one of the feedbacks we had was clean toilets and hot showers, please. So we absolutely make sure we um, we deliver that. And I tell you the interesting thing, you can tell it's a women's festival because the toilets were all really well looked after. Sorry to men that are listening in. And uh, we did run out of toilet rolls because obviously women... <laughs> probably use them more than men so uh this year we'll be asking the supplier to give us more toilet rolls but yeah we um we got really good feedback on the facilities but we um we made sure we invested more in
2: those the people who are about to buy their tickets for this are going to be glad you said that lots of toilet <laughs> and <Exactly>. hot showers <laughs> exactly. right now they've arrived um for their first night they've got a lovely tent and a warm shower in the morning. Um they got enough loo roll to wipe their important places. <laughs> so what can they do from then on? Is everything included or are yeah. the stands and stalls and the activities extra? So
0: um when, again when we did our research, what came back um really importantly for us was that um people didn't want just a music festival they wanted lots of events happening throughout the day where they could connect with others through shared experiences so um yes we have music and comedy in the evening as you would expect we also have a silent disco which was one of our most popular (laughs) events um, and activities last year but throughout the day we have lots of different activities that you can take part in so we have a spoken word tent where you can hear from poets and authors um we have uh wellness activities, everything from yoga to gong baths to meditation to breath work. We have tasters of sport. So if you're if sport's your thing, last year we had football, um, we had tennis, we had rugby, uh, touch rugby, and we had softball, and also we've got wild swimming and paddle boarding. And um We also have loads of interactive workshops. So we'll have workshops from everything from health and well-being through to sustainability, foraging, loads of different subjects. But we do make sure that the vast majority of everything, that includes the swimming and the paddleboarding, are included in the price. And we do that by working with sports governing bodies and sponsors. Um, So, for example, um, OVO are sponsoring our wellness zone this year um we have the gym group who came last year coming and providing instructors so a lot of that is with the help of sponsors and supporters and that means that we don't add on extras so pretty much um everything apart from massages and treatments we'll have hot tubs and ice baths if you fancy them they'll have a private chat but (laughs) the vast majority of the of the um activities are included in your ticket price
2: wow it was incredible that is good now come the evening um everyone sat around their tents and all that are there going to be campfires and marshmallows
0: of course there's going to be campfires and marshmallows so we have a campsite but um we have on the festival site we have campfire talks so we have people that come and, and, and talk around the campfire and then people can just sit around there we have bar, obviously. We have we we have an alcohol bar, but we also sell lots of alcohol free products. There's lots of people who, because they're focusing on their wellness, don't drink. Um, and yes, you can sit around a campfire. We had glorious weather last year, so lots of people did into the evening. Um, or we have activities in the evening. So last year um, we had bands playing to about ten thirty, and then we switched because we we're in a little village to a silent disco, um, which was a lot more popular than I thought it was going to be. It's absolutely packed every night um and
2: weird don't they
0: they look weird but believe (laughs) me i was thinking i don't know i don't know if this is going to work but everybody loved it and so it's backed by demand and then this year we're also um gonna have um we're hoping to have a movie night so i'm speaking to some funders so that we can set up if you don't want to do the campfire and you don't want to do the silent disco you can watch a movie and we've even got some um, a little play being put on. So we've, we're going to have more activities that you can choose from this year to go to in the evening. So it, again, we kind of promote it as a festival full of experiences and, and you can decide which one is, is right for you.
2: Okay. Now, the people that are there camping and enjoying the festival can't live by marshmallows alone. So I guess <laughs> um, do you have to to get um, Deliveroo to deliver your food or have you got... Yeah, I don't, I don't think blind?
0: Deliveroo... I've, I've got to that part of wales uh, <laughs> but we have um traders um so we have traders who sell food and drinks we have a couple of bars um that we run we have um as i said la- we'll have an alcohol-free option last year we we had some lovely women um last year um a couple of lesbians who run uh drop bear beer which is a welsh based um alcohol-free beer so um We always try and support the community, and we'll also have food traders. So we'll have everything. Um, Last year we had some Indian street food that was gluten free and vegan, and that was probably the most popular stall. So we'll have that, and lots of other options for food and drink. There's also a little village shop that you can go to if you want to cook your own food on the site before you you come on. Um, And there's even a little pub. In the village so we've got lots of different options whether people want to eat on site whether they want to go off site or whether they want to to kind of cook their own food they can do mm.
2: so it, it sounds to me like you've got all the angles covered
0: well we've never got everything covered <laughs> but um certainly we learned a lot from um what we did last year and we got amazing feedback so we're really proud of that but there were some areas that people said could you do more of some was to have more variety of healthy foods which we're bringing in um, some of it was to have more focus on health and well-being which doesn't surprise us at the moment we know how challenged some of the LGBT community are around health and well-being so we'll have a lot more around that and just more variety in the evening which is why we're bringing in the kind of theatre and the movie shows for people who don't want to get involved in the other activities so we do a survey every year to ask people what they think we're really proud that of people who took part in the survey last year said they'd recommend us, um, and um, that we're also, um, the other thing we're really proud of is to be an inclusive festival for all LGBTQ women. Um, We had a lot of, um, we had a good proportion of trans women that came and said they felt really safe and supported um, in the environment and lots of um, other people who came who were non-binary. So we're um, absolutely inclusive and supportive um, in terms of what we offer. Um, And we make sure we have accessible toilets and accessible showers and that the site is accessible if you if you've got a wheelchair to get around. So um, we try to make sure that the festival is open to as many people as possible. Mm.
2: I was just going to ask you actually about trans women and um, if they're a little bit nervous, maybe, um, because I know you are fully inclusive, but there might be a little bit of nervousness from from Um, some trans women. But you've just said that they found it very comfortable and relaxing
0: yeah uh, we didn't get any issues reported at the festival or after the festival of of um people being um people who came along who were trans or non-binary not feeling comfortable and I think that's you know I'm a director of trans in the city and I've always vocal all the way along about the festival being inclusive and open to all um women and it's and it's open to men and allies they want to come as well um but I think people went there with the right attitude and they went there to focus on themselves as a person um and I can't it's quite hard to explain but having a space that was really focused on and designed by queer women I think made everyone really supportive like whenever anyone was trying to put a tent up and they didn't know what to do people came in and helped so there was a really kind of focus on people supporting each other as well as supporting themselves and and I think that's what gave it such a nice atmosphere and 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 40% of the people that came, according to our research, um, came on their own um, and oh. left Left with friends. So I'm not saying it's a, a dating festival, but <laughs> we did find that w- this year as well, we're seeing loads of people coming on their own. And mm-hmm. what we do is we have um, solo meetups every evening. So if you're coming on your own, you can meet people. Mm-hmm. And we're also doing pre-festival meetups in London and Bristol during Lesbian Visibility Week. Um, where if you're unsure about the festival, but you want to come and um, find out more about it and maybe meet some people who are coming, you can do that as well. So we are very conscious, not just trans women, but other women are nervous about coming. They might have come out, just come out. They may not be open about being out. Um, and they just want to find a safe, fun, mm-hmm. and supportive space. So, um, we did get a lot of, I would probably say, as Ezra, that. I probably got more direct phone calls from trans women asking me, I know you're supportive, but is it going to be safe? And um, I'm really glad we were able to deliver that environment because that's something that was really important to to Becky and I who founded the festival with me. Um, That was a really important factor for us.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds really, really nice place for people who might be a bit nervous, like you say, those who want to go alone and... And that, I know, personally, is can be quite difficult entering places on your own and not knowing what to expect. But it sounds as though everyone's going to get a really nice welcome.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we pride ourselves on being um, a safe and supportive space, but also a fun space. And I think because there's so many activities, what we found is people might come on their own. But after they've gone wild swimming with 20 other people or they've sat in a workshop, or they listen to a book talk, it promotes conversation. So it's much more um, interactive than just, I guess, sitting at a music concert and listening to bands and not feeling that you can go and talk to people. So we had lots of people who came along on their own and by the end of the festival had just um, met loads of friends and there's lots of little out and wild pop-up groups as a result.
2: Holly I'm right out of time, I'm afraid. Um, so obviously, people are going to be rushing to get tickets and, um, <laughs> or, okay. or get in touch on social media. So give me all your socials and the website and where people can get tickets.
0: So the best place to go to um, is our website. It's um, www.outandwild.co.uk. So um, really simple to find. We're also on Facebook, and you you can find us on Facebook. We're again, but Out and Wild. We're also on Twitter under Out and Wild, and we're on Insta under Out at Out and Wild. So um, we're fairly easy to find. But come okay. and find us if you've got any questions. Get in touch with us, um, and we'd um, yeah, we'd love to see you there.
2: Okay. And just one last thing. Give me those dates again. So it's on people. So the dates
0: again uh, are the 9th to the 12th of June. So we open up on the Friday night. And then on the Monday, uh, everybody gets to go home. So three days and three nights.
2: Okay. People, put it in your calendars and get those tickets. Thank you so much, Paul. Oh, thanks, Ezra. Thank I really you.
0: appreciate um, the yeah. shout out. Thank yeah. you very much.
2: Yeah. You're very welcome. <laughs>
0: shout out LGBT radio for you the shout out podcast
1: uh, lovely Adam Lambert and if I had you oh, he's got an amazing voice I got hasn't he he,
3: he has, has. Mm. he has very good choice to replace uh, Freddie Mercury or yeah. to work with Queen yes you know in, in Freddie Stone. they yeah. say they can't replace Freddie but Adam he brings something the
1: closest, new yeah. closest that they've ever known so. I'm sure
3: Freddie would be very pleased because Adam's outspoken uh, Advocate yeah. for LGBTQ. It's undercuts. one of those, isn't right. it? You
1: know, if he hadn't passed away, what what other amazing songs would they come out with? Mm. You know?
3: Yeah, they released one posthumously, didn't they? Recently, yeah. one yes. that had been found in the archive.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's mad, to think. You yeah, know. It's a long time. How, how could you for, forget about it? Thirty years after his death. Yeah. yeah.
3: So. I think Freddie would be seventy-six now, seventy-seven if he'd lived. Gosh. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, should we get some new headlines? Sure.
3: shout out news on thursday the 26th of january shona robinson the scottish national party's cabinet secretary for social justice has little doubt that the westminster government is trying to leverage moral panics about transgender people's access to public space as a means to rein in and discipline a country that has never elected a majority of conservative msps she addresses all sides of the debate at holyrood in the guardian newspaper when she says the uk government's approach should worry anyone who support scotland's right to make decisions on devolved matters regardless of their opinions about these reforms the veto on the gra with its flimsy reasoning puts us on a slippery slope and as the right-wing daily telegraph newspaper crowed at the weekend that its campaign against trans people was working and that what it called a quote majority of the public backed the government's proposals to stop gender recognition reform so the anarchist newspaper freedom noted that trans people and allies were fighting back with daily vigils and protests the paper editorializes for rishi sunak this victimization of the trans community is a way of appeasing the fringe on his backbenches, as with clause 28 in the 18th A Conservative government is trying to distract from its economic failings by victimising a vulnerable minority holocaust memorial day falls this year on friday the 27th of january the date is now a formal observation of the british government and commemorates the attempt by the fascist government of germany after 1941 to murder the entire jewish population of europe they killed over six million jews the official position of the board of jewish deputies is that only jewish people can be said to have experienced the holocaust or shoah as it is known in the hebrew language however they acknowledge that grave human rights violations were also committed Against other groups, disabled people, LGBT plus people, particularly gay and bi men, mentally ill people, people with neurological disabilities, Cintia Roma, Gypsy people, Slavs, socialists, social democrats, political and religious dissenters were all targeted during the German Nazi state's reign of terror across Europe. The late gay writer Paul Manette stressed the fact that the Nazi state's first target on assuming power in 1933 was the gay library of the Institute for Sexual Science in berlin from there they launched their pogroms against many other groups the communist daily newspaper the morning star says that oxford city council will extend its analysis of workers pay which already focuses on women's and disabled people's wages to include lgbt plus people as well it follows a recommendation by green party councillor chris jarvis the morning star says that there is limited data available but what is in the public domain suggests that lgbt plus people are not contrary to homophobic myths better off members of society rather there may be a a pay gay gap of around 16 percent equivalent to six thousand seven hundred pounds per year an analysis by the university college of london's professor alex bryson of some two thousand workplaces found that bisexual men for example earn 31 percent less than their heterosexual colleagues Damian Curlin, writing in the long-standing gay magazine Attitude, encourages heterosexual cisgender people who visit LGBTQIA plus pubs and clubs to check their privilege and remember that they are guests. Mr Curlin says, quote, when straight people come into our spaces, they bring the outside world with them. This means we go back to monitoring the way be- we behave in the very spaces which are meant to be ours. Putting it politely straight, you were a guest. There are cultural zones for certain demographics that are intentionally exclusionary not out of hate fear or prejudice but because everyone deserves space you must respect it you have more options and queer people don't have that now, it's long been a contention of LGBTQIA advocates that homophobes are silly, ignorant, and unable to control their violent impulses. Well, according to the New Musical Express online, Pink Floyd fans have been pointing out the bizarre criticisms of the legendary progressive rock band as they mark the 50th anniversary of their celebrated album, Dark Side of the Moon, which was released in March 1973. The famous album's artwork includes a prism splitting white light into its rainbow of constituent colours as the gay actor george takei noted this was enough to prompt peak marga ignorance as homophobes attempted to orchestrate criticism of the band one fan of the group noted you know you're homophobic when you get mad at the rainbow that has always been pink floyd's logo the Trotskyist daily newspaper the Newsline which is published by the Workers Revolutionary Party says that the new coalition government in Israel assembled by Prime Minister Netanyahu is dismantling democracy wiping out checks and balances in the legal system and opening the way to what it calls a dictatorship of religious zealots and fascist elements in addition the extremist parties that make up the right of the coalition have made bizarre suggestions that medics could refuse to treat LGBTQIA plus people if they wanted the Newsline paper Goes on over 10,000 people took to the streets of the main Israeli city of Tel Aviv last Saturday to protest against the policies unveiled last week by the new right wing government. Protesters waved LGBTQ flags, Palestinian flags were also present, and placards that read, The settler government is against me and democracy in danger tom packer writing for the website of the student christian movement has a message of inclusion and love for lgbtqia plus christians saying we remind them that whatever the position of the church of england they are loved and truly equal members of the body of christ mr packer notes we believe in a god who does not bless his children from a distance but who lived among us and blesses the meek marginalized and persecuted he says we welcome the progress that has been made with regards to the recommendation that anglican churches in england bless same-sex Civil partnerships and marriages. And finally, the calendar this week reaches the 1st of February, marked in various traditions as the Harbinger, a spring. For pagans and neo-pagans, it is Imbolc, meaning in the belly, and reflecting the pregnant late nature of the land. In Celtic countries, this date is marked as St Bridget's Day, and elsewhere it is Candlemas. Some scholars suggest that the festival may have been celebrated since at least the Neolithic period, some 5,000 and more years BCE. Customs around this time of year, including spring cleaning of the house, making a bridget's cross decorating the house with white and green colors and bringing row and bringing rowanwood into the home it is in the words of some neo-pagan groups a time for hope and looking forward to new beginnings for these new stories and more we update our website every day do check us out we're at shoutoutradio.lgbt and for shout out news i've been terry star <laughs>
1: Shout Out News.
2: National and international LGBT news for you.
1: Shout Out. LGBT radio
0: for you. The Shout Out podcast.
1: So Deborah Cox, absolutely not which is what happens when we say to Steph to stop doing so much radio She says absolutely not
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's got <a> bed here <laughs> no it's much better doing it from my own studio it means <laughs> yes. I can roll out of bed straight to the studio <laughs> that gives you a vision that stops you listening to it doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> well I do shower first before I go on air really yeah Got to Always. smell nice for the yeah. listeners. Oh, absolutely. Terry, Always a clean See, Terry knows. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Terry knows. Yeah, uh, got magic mics. It's like the days in the, the early BBC when the announcers used to have to wear a dinner jacket and bow tie for radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, of course. Yeah. Do you, like, ablutions. Is I'm they sure smell? they
2: did as well, yes.
1: Uh-huh. That's a word you don't hear very often these days, isn't it? Ablutions.
2: Still use them, I use any? it on a Monday morning See? after my jingles. Yeah. Get out of bed, you lazy. <laughs> Beep. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. I put the beep in, but it's obvious what's being said.
1: I'm I'm not really sure I want you scribbing out.
2: out of and my then Alexa uh, at somebody's the cleaning no. their teeth and pulling the flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so everyone in the morning ablutes just after ten o'clock. A That's <laughs> a really <laughs>
1: weird word, isn't it? Ablutes. It
2: <laughs> is. <laughs> when you think about uh, it. Well, it's better than saying I'm gonna clean my teeth and I'm gonna <clears> shower <throat> and put my makeup on and have a poop.
1: I'm gonna have to do my <laughs> ablutions. So Yeah i think that's word of the day so. i'm sorry it just it just reminds me of do you remember miranda the series yeah, yeah. she'd she come out with weird words you say d- 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 some weird some words just sound weird don't they like moist
3: <laughs> words sound weird when you repeat them to yourself and eventually they detach from their meaning and you're just making this noise yeah. very my favorite word
1: is effect. deluge i love the word Delug- deluge as yes. yes. in yeah. like hammering it down with rain like <laughs> a deluge of sort rain of
2: yeah that's usually what deluge means mm-hmm. Or so a flood
1: So th- this is going to tell um, you should we, try,
3: should we try and make a, make a word And get a word into the dictionary Because um, <laughs> yes, didn't sir. students at one point Decide that they were going to make a word up And they created anti-disestablishmentarianism <laughs> Which <laughs> is now in the dictionary yeah. oh, uh, I, I should say was, it's been in the dictionary For about 200 oh, odd wow, years yeah. I, believe, I believe it was ma- Well i read that
2: it was made And, and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Of course yes. You
3: see there's one
2: mm. yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I anyway. think what we should actually do is pick some re- weird, random words and tell you you've got to try and fit them into the news stories.
3: Oh, Ooh.
1: like, like, <laughs> like challenge? Like should we challenge like you e- to get, and get the word ablutions into next week's news? Anyway, um. Um, we're talking books now so um, um yeah are. so if you got if you're wondering what to do between now and when the award ceremony um, can, especially after voting has finished and you like to pick up a book or two uh, we, we've got 10 of the top we've got um, 10 of the top books
3: these were you. chosen for us by kate at uh, news from nowhere in liverpool which is an lgbtqia plus women run bookstore which stocks lots of Books on fiction local stuff coming out lgbtq plus politics and so on and so forth and uh, if you are going to buy any books do support your local independent bookstore yes well um, least from nowhere is online if you live in the middle of nowhere as well
1: yeah so, so there's quite a lot in bristol isn't there there's quite a few independent bookstores yeah.
3: down in bristol now it's brilliant mm-hmm. yeah really good right you're ready really good i'm ready for you do number 10 in. we can do better than this a 35 voices on the future of lgbtq plus rights edited by amelia edited by amelia abraham we talk about achieving lgbtq plus equality but around the world people are still suffering discrimination and extreme violence how do we solve this urgent problem allowing queer people everywhere the opportunity to thrive in this book 35 voices explore this question through deeply moving stories and provocative new arguments on safety and visibility dating and gender care and community Uh, that's £9.99 it's now available in paperback Mm. Uh, number 9 Gay Bar Why We Went Out by Jeremy Atherton Lynn from leather parties in the Castro that I don't get invited oh, look, look. to to gay liberation from touch-ins I don't get invited to either to <laughs> disco <laughs> at Studio One to dart rooms in Vauxhall Railway arches mm-hmm. I have been to a dark room in the Vauxhall <laughs> Railway
2: a long, long, time thank you again. for sharing Terry. the gay
3: bar has long been a place of joy, solidarity and of course sexual expression but around the world gay bars are closing in the wake of this cultural demolition Jeremy Atherton Lynn rediscovers the party boys and renegades who lived and loved in these spaces
1: now you see i'm quite i'm quite pleased to see a book on that subject because we've talked about this before haven't we about you know because the the gay scene as it used to be called is kind of disappearing with the equality that's coming around which is a good thing um but you've got mixed with
2: straight sandy come on Mm.
1: But for those of us that remember how like p- protected it was, you know, it, it's it's been it nice prote- written up.
2: Yeah, so.
3: it is an inter- it's an interesting phenomenon. We live in a post some people would say a post gay
1: environment, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I think it depends where you are in the country as well. It so yes.
3: and at number eight. Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart, the extraordinary, powerful second novel from the Booker Prize winning author of Shuggy Bane, Young Mungo is both a vivid portrayal of working class life and the deeply moving story of the dangerous first love of two young men mungo and james imbuing the everyday world of its characters with rich lyricism douglas stewart's young mungo is a gripping and revealing story about the meaning of masculinity the push and pull of family and the violence faced by so many queer people that's in hardback at 16 pounds 99 and uh, number seven Burning My Roti Breaking Barriers as a Queer Indian Woman by Sharan Diwali with chapters covering sexual and cultural identity body hair colourism and mental health and a particular focusing on the suffocating beauty standards South Asian women are expected to adhere to Diwali speaks openly about her journey towards loving herself offering advice support and comfort to people that are encountering these same issues that's also in hardback that retells at £14.99 and uh, number six everyone in this room will someday be dead by Emily Austin (laughs) cheery Gilda cannot stop (laughs) thinking about death desperate for relief from her anxious mind that alienated her from her repressive family she responds to a flyer for three therapy at a local church and finds herself abruptly hired to replace the deceased receptionist Grace it's not the most obvious job she's queer and an atheist for starters and so in between trying to learn mass, hiding her new maybe girlfriend and conducting an amateur interview investigation into Grace's death Gilda must avoid repeating the truth of her mortifying existence a blend of warmth deadpan humour and pitch perfect observations about the human condition this book is a crackly exploration of what it takes to stay afloat in a world where your expiration and the expiration of those you love is the only certainty that's paperback at eight ninety nine. What, what a title, title. <laughs> I was just going to say yeah,
1: uh, yeah. A, what a story
2: that uh, sounds uh, like <laughs> well. I was like oh my god <laughs> so
3: it sounds a bit like an adult version of
2: Nancy Drew books <laughs> <laughs> okay or Enid Blyton okay number five Terry Outrageous the story of Section
3: 28 and Britain's battle for LGBT plus education by Paul Baker this book tells the full story of Section 28 the background to the act how the press fanned the flames sounds like today doesn't it yeah, fanned the say. flames and what politicians said during debates and how protesters fought back to bring about the repeal of the law in the 2000s and its eventual legacy based on detailed research and interviews with key figures including Sir Ian McKellen Michael Cash and angela mason and personal recollection this is an impassioned warm and often moving account of unthinkable prejudice unshrined in law and of the power of a community to overcome it
2: hardback at 15 pounds 99 and uh, Very number that's four gone,
1: section 28 it's horrible yeah
2: too right we just gotta get rid of this next one yeah. now for trans people yeah so, sorry number four all the things she said, everything I know about
3: modern lesbian and bi culture by Daisy Jones.
1: Now you don't think that got his name because of a certain song, do you?
3: Oh yes, of so, course. Awesome. Yeah. By Tattoo yeah. yes. twenty years ago. The yeah. sort of faux Russian lesbians although they were they russian all right yeah, but they, they were fake actually lesbians lesbian. yes all yet. the things she said explores the nature of 21st century queerness lesbian and bi culture is ever changing and here journalist daisy jones unpicks outdated stereotypes and shows how over the past few years the style and shared language of queer women has slowly infiltrated the mainstream think uh, less hemp sample, sandals ikea tips and nut milks a more freedom expression community and Kate Blanchett with verve humor and razor sharp prose daisy paints a vital and insightful modern day portrait of what it means to be a queer woman in 2021 2023 as we are now £9.99 in paperback and into the top three 100 queer poems an anthology by andrew Macmillan and mary jane chan mary jean chan i beg your pardon this luminous anthology 100 queer poems is a celebration of thrilling contemporary voices and visionary poets of the past featuring elizabeth bishop langston hughes ocean Vuong. uh Caroline Duffy, K. Tempest, and many more, encompassing both the flowering of queer poetry over the past two decades and the poets who came before and broke new ground. This is an electrifying range of writing from the 20th century <laughs> to the present day. It's in hardback at twelve ninety
2: nine.
1: Oh, electrifying.
3: <laughs> electrifying <laughs> is when you. When it's it's, it's electrifying, <laughs> as uh, John
2: Travolta famously said. Cool. Um, uh, you're it, the one. That I, I close my eyes, Terry. I was there in the film. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> impressive right, number two
3: by the hidden culture history and science of bisexuality by dr julius shaw dr shaw explores all that we know about the world's largest sexual minority from the hunt for a bi gene to the relationship between bisexuality and consensual non-monogamy to asylum seekers who need to prove their bisexuality in a court of law there is more to explore than most people have ever realised this rigorous but fun book will challenge us to think deeper about who we are and how we love. That's available in hardback at £16.99.
2: And at number one. This <laughs> Arab is
3: Queer, an anthology by LGBTQ Arab writers, edited by Elias Jishan. This groundbreaking anthology features the compelling and courageous memoirs of 18 queer Arab writers, some internationally best selling, others using pseudonyms. Here, we find heartwarming connections and moments of celebration alongside essays exploring the challenges of being LGBTQ plus and Arabic. That's in paperback at £12.99. I'm actually number one read at the moment from the LGBTQ bookshop. Cool. Charles.
1: For more information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. Voting for the finals of the Shout Out Listeners Award, sponsored by Hugo, is open till the 12th of February. And now, tickets for the award ceremony, which takes place at the Old Market Assembly in Bristol on the 23rd of February, are now available. What's even better, tickets are free. There's a limited number available, so grab them while you can. To vote or get your tickets, go to shoutoutradio.lgbt/awards. Uh, so there you go Get your tickets yes. and, and a book as well Yes So yes, um, I should point out actually There's quite a few books In our finals Because of course There's best best literary Yes of course um, Yes
3: there. you can vote there
1: as well yes. So we, we won't rank yeah. them Because that's what The listeners are doing Absolutely as we speak. <laughs> So we looking um,
2: yes, forward to yes, it.
1: Some, some very very good um, um, books uh, Got nominated this year yeah. So um, go yeah. have a look And vote for your favourite yeah. Especially if you've yeah. read them I was going to say, and go if you haven't read them, go and have a read. Mm, yeah. So it's nice to see so much um, literary stuff around, actually, isn't it? Because you know. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, of course, in, in parts of the states, I mean, the battle over. Uh, lots and lots of minority groups literary um, work such as lgbtqia plus people but also african americans and so on is really under threat from the far right and the religious conservatives and people like this so but in britain it's much better i mean bristol city council's library the main bristol library has a load of political books and feminist books and queer books and which is lovely to see yeah it is
1: yeah, yeah. that was quite a list as well. Those 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 ten that That we was had a good. There. That was a good
3: list, actually. Some really good meaty mm. stuff there.
1: So I'd a love to, stuff, love if you to um, uh, have a read the outrageous one as well. The good one about Section Twenty. Yeah, I
3: thought I was. I was thinking of that will be a good one to, to get myself actually because it was uh, an important period in our history. If you don't know about it, yeah, maybe have a gen up yeah. on it because it informs what's happening now.
1: It's. I've uh, never really done much about the history of it. But, I mean, I think we've mentioned it on shows. I mean, if you if you're younger generations you may not even have, have heard of it but section 28 basically was the forbeying of teaching um about um homosexuality prohibition of teaching
3: of homosexual relations as a pretended family relationship is yes, that what it literally is oh, yes.
1: pretended family relationship pretty, pretty so much what's problem.
2: happening with trans people yeah, right now yeah and, and
1: i, I it, think there are it, parallels i think there are
2: definitely you know, are we,
1: I, I remember back when we started shout out starting to identify that there were some of those parallels because you know when we first started contrary how we are now i mean it's like one of my closest friends in the world and a massive part of shout out and we've got tara and we've had several others but when we first started we wanted to make sure we covered lgb and um, and we couldn't get anyone trans to come and be even mm. on the show let alone part of the show um, and you could start to see that correlation starting even then and as we started to go explore it more and it became more and more known about um, the trans community itself and the like you could start to see the parallels between that and what happened with um, gay men and women like yeah. well, thirty forty years it's, yeah. ago you know it is stupid it 's like history repeating itself it 's like we don 't learn from the last time round, um, and especially <laughs> yeah. having just done a census and and seen okay, there are thousands and thousands of us, but it 's point two percent you were saying, weren't you? Like, why do not yeah. they make him such a
2: big deal? I know, we're in the paper every day. Yeah. yeah. Every well, the team. Telegraph.
3: Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. The wheel, I well, I was going to say, a,
1: some, some yeah. people are just obsessed with certain ideas because it supports their... Views, mm. so therefore they're they're obsessed with it, and it's a little bit like the toilet debate. One of the
3: uh, one, one of the researchers of the Kinsey report into homosexuality in the late forties, early fifties, said there is more junk spoken about homosexuality, and, and, and I think this this applies Quite to now. transgenderism as well, transgender people as well, than virtually anything else in history. A lot of it exists in the head yeah. of the people speaking; it's very little to do with the mm. groups themselves. Mm. It's what they're imagined to be by these. Demagogues But it's also how the
2: right have picked up on the word woke When I'm quite proud to be woke Because the meaning is you're socially aware Against racism, homophobia and transphobia So uh, that means if they're complaining about people being woke That means they are racist and transphobic and uh, Well when when it's
1: used to talk about those subjects I mean you can say someone woke about all kinds of
2: different things Yeah but that's the meaning in the dictionary Look in the dictionary, that was the meaning it's socially aware and against racism I
3: suppose in the 1980s they said Oh you're just politically correct Rather than yeah. engage in the issue yeah. And in the 1950s it was You're a closet communist mm. When there was the communist yeah. red scares in America These uh, these sort of terminologies of abuse yeah. Serve the it, same purpose
1: Why is it humans feel the need to persecute minorities? That People is, like to punch down yeah. there's, a, there's a whole thing around being othered So it's yeah. like men versus women Race all things are about Punching down If there's someone to It's hit it, a hit terrible Terrible feel human trait It, is it really is yeah. but. Anyway
3: We are mm, I think One of my colleagues Once said At the end of the day Humans are just Chimpanzees With a finger On a nuclear button <laughs> <laughs>
1: so That's all we are <laughs> That's worrying Isn't it So Well we are celebrating Some very good things um, The awards are still running Until the 12th um, Time is ticking away though You
2: do only have Until the 12th of February To cast your votes Right, which script were you reading then? Because that's not my script. (laughs) Tickets, which are free to the awards ceremony, are limited. Grab them now. Go to shadowradio.lgbt. Next week, we're talking about psychology. Ooh, maybe not.
1: That was was my line. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Anyway. Um, Say bye-bye, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Shout out. LGBT radio for you.